Welcome back to Primetime Kansas City. On today's episode, we'll break down Chiefs versus Jaguars. Chiefs pick up another key win, break down some of Week 10's action, and then we're going to go over every game for Week 11, do our usual lock of the week, stuff like that. Um, And then we might get into some other sports, but you know the deal. It's football season. So let's go ahead and get started. Chiefs 27, Jags 17. Whoever wants to get us kicked off here. Uh, I will. Two words. Kadarius, Tony. Love him. I mean, that man had a coming out game. It was good to see, like, his third week, I think, here. What? Coming out. What? Never mind. Just pause. Just Just go. Yeah. Anyway, it was it was good to see him like show him his true self. Like we we even wanted to see it. It was good to see that he finally got <laughs> plays in the dude. You, okay, now this is just bad because now it's just like I don't know how to word this without you guys fucking laughing. Joe <laughs> <laughs> his true self. Okay, so. I'm just saying we haven't been able to see him like with what he can fully do because he hasn't been here that long enough. And the fact that we were able to get plays drawn up for him and to actually use him in the right way, it was good to see what our offense is going to look like over the next few years, which I really enjoyed, especially with Juju now probably out this week. But it was good to see, and our defense was pretty fucking good. Yeah, the defense was very good. Um, you know, it, it does suck that we lost Juju. I think it's put us in a little bit of a predicament coming into this next game. But um, as far as this Jaguars game went, I think it was about as good as we could ask for. We said nine and a half was the spread the Chiefs could cover. Mm-hmm. Um, and they just did it perfectly. Um, and yeah, I think there's no reason to complain. I think Josh said it the best. The most exciting thing is Kadarius Tony isn't isn't a lush um a long-term only trade i think we discovered a lot of people figured maybe he'd be a complete non-factor for this season uh that is absolutely not the case he's probably going to be the biggest receiving option we have in this upcoming game um which is definitely a little bit concerning but you know i don't think he's entirely not up for it and yeah they have to reiterate the defense did a very impressive job yet again um continued to be dumbfounded by what such a young defense has been able to do. Uh, Very few high-profile players on that defense. You only have two guys making over $10 million uh, a season with Justin Reed and Chris Jones, Um, and Reed's barely getting up there. Um, So it's it's very – it was a very good little stopgap game, and at the same time we got losses from pretty much all of our rivals, so (laughs) – um, all in all, I can't complain about the weekend whatsoever. I'll tell you an even better uh, thing that happened is Clyde didn't get one carry all game. I was so happy. Only four snaps. I was so happy to see him get cut from the offense. It, it's about damn time. I am just over him in the offense. And Pacheco isn't anything crazy, but he's better. And McKinnon is by far better receiving back. So I was happy to see that. But yeah, as you guys said, defensively looked good. Probably the best the pass rush has looked all season, which was impressive because Frank Clark wasn't there. Um, but yeah, guys were getting up, making plays. Dunlap's played pretty well the last few weeks uh, in Frank Clark's absence. So yeah, Colin no, Saunders as well. Yeah, have to Colin shout him Saunders, out. Yep, he's been a real force in the run game. They really uh, did a good job at holding ETN to a pretty mid game. So overall, like I said, a stop gap game, right? It's a game you should win at home versus a pretty poor team. Um, but then again, that same team beat the Chargers in in Los Angeles, thirty eight to ten. So you know, you, you never know. Uh, good to see Kansas City, even with they turned the ball over three times and allowed an onside kick. So they really gave up four possessions and were still able to cover that number. Uh, yeah. Pretty Fumbled impressive in the red zone. win. Pretty impressive win. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I guess we have to address the the uh, the helmet the helmet situation. Um, I don't want to ruffle too many feathers with this, but I feel like what we saw on Sunday was less of the Jaguars being a particularly slimy team and more just football being like sometimes an obnoxiously gruesome sport. Um, I am not, I'm not an NFL defender. I'm just saying I am, I don't know what I would tell the Jaguars safety to have done differently. Um, on the play in which Juju took the hit. Um, yeah, but Juju was a defenseless receiver. He, like... I mean, my question is, what was he supposed to do? He he hit, he tackles him standing straight up. Like, 
I don't I don't know what he was. Didn't he get to do. didn't he hit him at the head? Like he could have got him by the body and knock his wind out. I mean, I guess, but the Juju literally is leading into the defender with his head. Like if anyone initiated the helmet to helmet, I would argue it was Juju. Uh now look, I know this could get feathers ruffled, um, but I at, at the end of the day, it was still pretty fun just with the way that Arrowhead um has been this year. I think this has been like the most electric Arrowhead's been uh, of all the three seasons that I've been there. Um, pretty much every game has had like an individual moment where the fans freak out and whether or not that needed a flag or not, um, you know, the energy from the crowd in response to that was pretty impressive. I mean, I think Jackson, I'd like to hear your take. I yeah. think the thing that pisses me off the most is just how inconsistently that call is made. You have sometimes that exact same hit is an automatic 15 yards and then other times you have the exact same hit, the exact same situation, and no call. And there's just very little consistency within it. And look, I just feel like we protect quarterbacks so freaking much. Like the Chris Jones penalty earlier in the year. Even the Chris Jones penalty for just talking to Matt Ryan. Shit like that. And then you have a receiver running over the middle, gets his head taken off. And you can argue whose fault it was, but at the end of the day... Andrew Cisco, the Jags' safety, is running at Juju. Juju's going for the ball and trying to... T- he, Juju doesn't see this guy. Andrew sees Juju, and so it's different. Um, and I, I don't know. The second hit on Valdez-Scantling I thought was fine. It was shoulder. Yeah. Uh, but the first one... Look, if you're going to call it, if you don't want that call to be made, then get rid of it in the rules. But don't call it sometimes and then just other times just not call it and be like, whatever. It feels like every officiating crew calls it differently, and it makes it impossible uh, for anybody to really understand. Well, well you'll never on. have you'll never have a uh, what should we call it? You'll never have a uh, fine fine definition like of the rule. Like it's going to be different to every single referee's uh, eyes. Like you'll never have the same hit over and over again be like a flag to every ref. Like it's never going to be the same. So I don't think we'll ever see that. I think you definitely should have the rule in there. But I'm just saying, like, maybe just have a better understanding to the refs, or the refs have a better understanding of what should be a flag and what shouldn't be. And in that case, I think they should do what college football does. You should be able to review an unsportsmanlike, uh, or a personal foul, like, unnecessary roughness foul. See, and that's where I think that this kind of becomes a unsolvable problem, because Josh, you are right. That is That is your solution to the the inconsistent like application of these rules. The question is, do we want more reviews to come into our game? No. I mean, I feel like a lot of times these things take way too freaking long. You should, I, be, I feel able like it, to, you should be able to challenge it. It should be treated well, like they, I'll else. say this. The XFL when the first when it first came out, uh in like twenty twenty, they had a person called like the Sky Skybox or the Sky Ref, something like that. And they would review every play to see if anything was obvious and missed. I think the NFL should adopt that because I think if you would have had someone review that play, they could have been like, okay, yeah, we see it pretty easily. Because even Gene Sayer, Tony, or whatever the rules analyst was for CBS, he literally said, now that's not helmet to helmet, but that's definitely a defenseless receiver. And I think we can all agree that definitely wasn't helmet to helmet. And at least for me, it wasn't. But I definitely think, like I've said, Juju was defenseless, and that could have been given to the Chiefs, but the refs that saw it once, you have to remember that. They only see it once, decided it wasn't. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a judgment call. A lot of calls are judgment calls. And I will say the thing with college football that's infuriating is how a call like that can eject a guy. That's the softest shit in the world. One hit. One hit where you're just making a football play should not take you out of a football game. I know it's not. Well, if like it's that dirty as fuck, then I I think you should. I mean, it out. would have to be like pretty fucked up to get you out of. A I'll say this. Game. Let me ask you guys this. I don't know if we'll get into it later, but was the hit on Justin Herbert worse than it was on Juju? Because I don't think it was. Well, Herbert was going forward. Like that's the thing is they people are like, well, he's a quarterback. Well, he's actually a runner at that point. He was a, he was designated he's at least runner, five yeah. yards past the line of scrimmage and he's not sliding. He's diving forward. Um, and I just know if that's any other position on the field, it's not called. So, and, that, and that's, what's frustrating is how can these guys get 
treated. And I understand the NFL, look, its product is so dependent on star power at quarterback that they are going to do everything they can to protect him. But it's just, it's impossible to defend because if a guy like him, if a guy like Justin Fields, if a guy like Lamar Jackson, who are basically, you know, receivers down the field once they start running, uh, if they can't get hit the same way other guys can, it makes it impossible for a defender. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's, 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 it's an unfixable problem to be, to be perfectly honest. And that's fine. Like let the sport is violent. It's a violent sport. You can try and make it less violent all you can. You can add all the safety precautions you want. At the end of the day, this is a violent sport. It's a sport that has a ton of the world's best athletes going at full speed, hitting each other. This shit's going to happen. And obviously no one wants to see it happen, but that's just the reality of it. You can't, you can review it all you want and shit like that, but it's going to happen. Sure. I will say, um, that Philly, uh, commanders game, I think face masks should be reviewable at this point. Cause I just, okay, if you don't think that should be reviewable, and do you think face max should? No, what I'm saying, I said that helmet to helmet should be able to be reviewed, but it shouldn't be like every single hit in college football where they're just like, take a look at that. It should be, you have to waste a challenge on it, and if you're wrong, you lose the timeout and you lose the challenge. Or else you would just ask every play to be like, hey, check that, check that. Like It would just be forever. I think if you... Uh, made it's going to end up like past interference where not a single call is going to get overturned. And but we're face, just mask, seven but face mask is one where it could. Because I get, if they could have gone back and looked at that, guarantee you they would have called that back. And there are a good amount of instances I see from watching football where a guy will get grabbed on the face mask. Maybe not tugged pretty hard, but he'll get grabbed on it and it won't get called. Um, that'd be something I'd be in. I, I hope going forward they change that you can challenge that because... Man, with all the technology and cameras we have these days, there's no reason we shouldn't be looking at those. Yeah. All right. I think that's good for the Chiefs. Let's go ahead and head into week 11. Josh, go ahead. Standings. Well, guys, uh, I went 2-0. You guys went 0-2. So, plain and simple, I'm 7-3. Jackson's 5-5. John's 4-5-1 in lock of the week. Underdog of the week, I'm 3-7. And and then you both are 4-6. Sounds good. Did I not? Did I not win the? Did I not win my lock? Oh shit! Sorry, John did win his lock. Yeah, I think I even gave it to him. Yeah, I did give it to John. John's now four, five, and one. Yeah. Okay. You you had my record right, so I was like, all right, all right. Let's go start. Get started. Thursday night football: Titans at Packers. Packers are three point home favorites. Ooh. Okay. So this one is fun. Because the Packers might be back on track. They got a nice win at the weekend. Um, Titans, on the other hand, just an exorbitantly difficult team to beat. Um, I'll take the Packers. Keep the momentum going. Uh, Christian Watson might have finally gotten his feet under him, which is great because I released him in fantasy like a week ago. And, I and picked Jackson him picked him up. Um, so, yeah, let's hope that doesn't continue. Uh, I'll take the Packers. Just for the record, I picked him up before this week where he scored three touchdowns. You, that, Might have uh, been two weeks ago. I, re- I think I released him. No, I'm just saying. I just I think you did release him last week, but I picked him up. I didn't start him, so oh, I'm gotcha. not going to flex. But I did pick him up before this game uh, that he just went nuclear. Once Dobbs got hurt, I was like, yeah, let's give him a shot. But, yeah, um, this is the Packers season. I mean, last Sunday was the Packers season. This is the Packers season realistically green bay probably can only afford one more loss maybe maybe two at absolute most um but green bay man even even when they're having a bad year like this year they're just a different team at lambeau like they just look so much different when they're playing in green bay um tennessee kind of has the same problem green bay does where they can't push the ball down the field they don't have any explosive playmakers after losing aj brown uh, but I think when it comes down to it is Rodgers is better than a hurt Tannehill, so I, I like Green Bay, and what will probably be another ugly Thursday night game. I'm not expecting many points, but I will say, just from like a matchup standpoint, and I know I'm biased here, but I think this is one of the better Thursday night games of the year. Well, it's definitely one of the better. Uh, I'll say this. The Titans have covered it in the last six games. You're going to take them again? 
I mean, I could take them for the fifth of the last six weeks. You're gonna for take the fifth time. Of them? I think I have to. Jeez. I don't. I don't even like this line. This I'm is not a tough say spot. It. This is a tough spot. I'm not, oh, Green Bay's three point favorites too. Um, yeah, yeah, that's one. But I thought they. I thought they were favorites. No, Green Bay's um, favorite at home. I could easily see the Packers blowing them out too. That's the thing. But it's like I've been on this journey with them, and it's like you know they've won me so much money. Technically, um, yeah, fuck it. Why not? This is the Tennessee. Give me Titans plus three lock of the week. All right. So he's he's gonna get his out of the way early. Yeah. I don't know, man. Maybe I'm being fooled here, but I think Green Bay found no. something last week. I agree, but I'm just like you know I've been on this hill. I might as well die on it. You know. I if it, it honestly, just from like a perspective of a Packers fan, I think this game probably comes down to a field goal on either side. I don't think either team blows each other out because I don't think they have enough offensive weapons to do so. All right, we'll head to noon. Justin Fields and the Bears head to Atlanta, take on the Falcons. The Falcons are three-point favorites. Oh, this is a game I don't want to watch whatsoever. Uh, (laughs) I actually do. Justin Fields is good. The Justin Fields hype train has already reached an insane level. Um I saw multiple ESPN analysts say Justin Fields is in the MVP conversation. I saw that, yeah. I no. I don't I, I don't that. know how they let people talk on that network. If you must just have to take stupid pills to go on. No, I think I don't think people like, I think they tell them to do that shit cuz I think there's no way oh, I know, but it's still just like how do you say that shit with a straight face? Yeah. I couldn't. Yeah. I couldn't go in front of a camera and say that. I think it was even like Dan Orlovsky. It was, it. yeah. He's yeah. one of the more sane people on there. Yeah, and he um, said that. But turns out he's batshit crazy as well. Um, for that reason, I'll take the Falcons. Um, Bears aren't any good. Even when Justin Fields went off last week, they still lost. Um, so, yeah, take the Falcons. Yeah, Justin Fields having a pretty good stretch right now, but uh, that's mostly as a runner. Um, and he's had a few good, you know, passing uh, games. But I'm still not completely on... I don't think uh, Justin Fields' passing game has quite reached the level that it needs to yet for the Bears to win uh, you know, games like this on the road. So I, I like Atlanta just to run all over Chicago. The Bears' defense, obviously, they traded away major pieces at the deadline. Has not been good since then, unsurprisingly. And they're 1-1 one one since the deadline. They should be 2-0. They're 1-1 one one since the deadline. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, wait, no. I 0, guess. Wait, no. They're zero and two since the deadline. They, they lost, are. They lost to the Dolphins and Lions. Oh yeah, they've had close games. They've been they've better. Been close, since, but they, yeah, they have. The the Bears have lost one, two, three, four, five times by one possession. Yeah, that's that's kind of what happens. Is uh, last year the Vikings lost a shit ton of games by one possession. Uh, this year, the Raiders are 0-6 in games decided by one possession. It's just typically uh, those types of teams bounce back the next year and win those games. I'll say this. If this was minus 3.5 in the Falcons, I would have taken Bears underdog of the week. I think the Bears are good. I, I don't think they're good, but I think they can definitely beat a Falcons team. Yeah. All right, moving on to a game that's going to be really fun to watch. Always love a good weather game. The Browns at the Bills. The Bills are eight-point favorites. Two to three feet of snow are projected for this game. Hell, my thing says 42 okay. degrees. Yeah, that's um, why I've been so confused. It says people were – I saw on 29. Game, not on game, it's not going to snow two, three inches on game day alone. Oh, okay. But heading gotcha. into it. Yeah, um, but okay, so then it, it won't be a factor. They'll get the snow off the field. That's why I'm, like, so confused, like, why people are, like, acting like this is such a big deal. Like, it, there won't be snow during the game. Um, I'm not, I mean, I haven't looked exactly at the hour-by-hour weather forecast, so I can't. There's not that. a chance of snow. I've looked at it. it. There's a high of 29 and, like, partly sunny. And yeah, Buffalo, New York. I don't know, but I've seen a lot of stuff on it. I don't know. So have I. I've been so confused. Is, says, I think one person is Buffalo and its southern suburbs may, may receive as much as three to six feet of snow by Sunday. By Sunday, yeah. I mean, so that's it's just not leading re- up to it, though. But yeah, it's yeah, more I mean, of will this game happen? Yeah, I mean, because people can the 
Browns travel into Cle- or to Buffalo. It's like yeah. it's not will will it snow on game day because it won't. Yeah, I mean, they, clearing the field will not be the problem. It will be. Yeah. Can anyone even get there? <laughs> because I can't imagine that they're going to be able to uh, plow three to six feet of snow in like a day. So they would probably need by Saturday for that to be. They're going to need a lot of salt. They're going to. It's going to be busy. Um, but yeah, game day right now looks fine. Bills minus eight. Uh, I, God, I really wanted to lock the bills. I will stay away from it. No, I won't. Bills minus eight lock of the week. Ooh, All right. Big number. Ooh, yeah. In the I, snow, maybe. Who knows? We just talked about how it was not going to be snow. <laughs> I was Look, waiting for someone just to say. I will like say, I mean, Vegas, you guys. Vegas clearly thinks something's going on here because the, uh, the over-under is 41 and a half. That's pretty Oh, low. I know. That's pretty That's low what I'm for saying, a Bills like, game. Come Sunday morning, I might be checking the forecast and making a trip okay. up to Okay, well, Iowa. here it is. I'm looking at it right now. It will be snowing in Buffalo until 11 a.m. on game day. Okay, so yeah, there won't be snow. And then it will pick up again at 2 p.m. till 5. Wait, 2 p.m. there? Yes. I'm looking at it well, right then that now. Well, then that means there will be snow. I'm looking at it right now. It says okay, two, I, I'm, it's saying there will be 2 to 4 inches on Sunday. Oh, shit. Well, John, you already said lock of the week. You already said lock of the week. This is going to be a defensive-ass game, I would have to think. I still might take the over. Yeah, I mean, there's some... 41 and a half is extremely low, especially for a Bills team that's got to be pissed off right now. Uh, But Josh Allen's playing careless football, man. And they can get run on. Like, the Packers ran on them, the Vikings ran on them, the Jets ran on them. Uh, Good luck stopping Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt this week. Uh, I like the Browns in an upset on the road. I wasn't. I wasn't. I was thinking about picking the Browns, but I got to pick the Bills. There's no way. There's no way the Bills lose three in a row. Like if the Bills lose three in a row, they might not win the division. They might not win the division anyway. I mean, which is insane. What are they? Zero like, two in the division. They've lost to the Dolphins and they've lost to the Jets. I don't think they've beaten anybody in the division. Ah, uh, no, they've had. They've beaten the Patriots. They haven't played New England yet. They play New England twice still. Yeah. They actually yeah, they're, they're actually 0-2 in the division. They've only played at the Dolphins and at the Jets. Yeah, and if they lose one more time and New England wins, they'll be in last place. They've got to go two. This will be an interesting. I mean, this could shape up to be real interesting. December first at New England on Thursday Night Football. Buffalo is. I mean, the yeah, and then they go to the then they have uh, the Jets, Dolphins, Bears. Things could get Bengals. interesting. Thanks for okay. Uh, we're getting ahead they, of ourselves, and I, I, I'm super excited for January 2nd, Monday Night Football, Bills at Bengals. That's going to kick ass. Tomar Chase will be back, too. That game will freaking rule. But anyways, yeah, enough of Bills and Bengals. Are the Bengals good enough for that to rule? Nope. Yes. yes. I, I, yes. I'm glad you brought that up, John. We'll talk we'll about it whenever we I, I think Cincinnati is still a team that should deserve some credit. Um, moving on, though, the Eagles at the Colts. The Eagles are seven-point road favorites. Oh, my God. This was one of my big lock of the week targets Um, because I just hate Jeff Saturday. I do. Um, John, I how bad did it hurt to see him win that game? It it upset me. Why, um, why talk, don't you like Jeff Saturday? I talked about people at ESPN taking stupid pills. I think Jeff Saturday for breakfast every morning just, like, drinks some lead paint, like <laughs> – his brain is damaged as hell. Um, like, I just, I can't stand that guy. His solution to everything, well, this team can run the ball pretty good. They need to do that more. <laughs> um, and then the Colts hired him, knowing nothing. I am uh, waiting for the Jets Saturday. hire. He's undefeated. Run his stupid ass out of the he building. He's undefeated, never John. Have, never should have had the job in the first place. <laughs> um, and eventually it will blow up in the Colts' stupid ass faces. Um, so I'll take the Eagles, um, and I don't think it'll be particularly close either. Okay. Um, I like Philly to bounce back as well. Uh, and I, Josh, John, I think I hate Jeff Saturday more than you now. Um, so let me break down what happened last week. Oh, I know what happened. Yeah. You know what happened, but the listeners know. I don't. Josh doesn't I don't. know either. So I was going in Sunday yesterday and I had Kyler Murray as my quarterback in fantasy and oh, I know exactly what at happened. At about 2 o'clock, 
they're like, yeah, Kyler's not going to play. So I have Sam Ellinger on my bench. If you're wondering why the hell I'd have him, we're in a 14-person league. The quarterbacks are very scarce uh, to have two. So I was just like, fuck it, we'll roll with him. Because he was also playing in the afternoon slate. I had to have my backup ready for the 3 o'clock slate because I couldn't wait, you know what I'm saying? So anyways, I have him starting two minutes before this fucking game kicks off. Matt Ryan is the starter. And all of a sudden, I fucking am watching Red Zone and I see him his ass trot out. Like, why could Jeff Saturday not have said that, like, heading into the game? Like, you, you really should have been quicker. You could have could have picked up Matt Ryan in time. But I tried. I, like, I literally, like, <laughs> I, like a second, I, I was, like, two minutes late, I think. It was so frustrating. But, yeah. Hey, guess who's first in that league, though, bitches? Hey, we're seven. Are we oh, all yeah. seven and three? No, I'm eight and two. Oh, shit. So you're Josh eight and two. Josh is eight and two only because he got the luckiest matchup ever against me. But I would have won last week if <laughs> if Sam Ellinger. I don't know won. why you say I, I get the luckiest matchups. I have the second you most. You got to play scored. me the week Saquon and McCaffrey had a bye, and you're still the second most points. There. Second most points. All right. Well, let's. Whole team I'm going to take there. the Eagles to win this game. I am going to lose this week. Uh. Okay. I did, I thought you guys were going to definitely take this as lock of the week for Eagles. I definitely would have done it. I just did not think it would have gotten to me. Well, then take it. I've already taken one, dumbass. Who'd you? Oh yeah, you took the Packers. That's right, or the Titans. Damn. Okay, so I have all the lock of the weeks available. Nice. Nice. Um, Jets at Patriots. Patriots are three point favorites. <laughs> I'll take uh, I'll take the Jets. Suck it, Josh. I'm taking New England. I want to take New England. The Jets are not a good team. Okay, that's cap, but um, Johnny can. Uh, never mind. You can. You can not like Zach Wilson and admit the Jets are at least a decent team. Their defense is stellar, but it's like their their offense is just shit. Good enough Garrett to beat Wilson's Buffalo. Pretty good. Yeah, um, they, we Rams, talked about it. They match well against Rams Buffalo. at Saints. Uh, the Saints are three and a half point home favorites. I think Stafford is maybe gonna play. It's a maybe. Um, seeing as there's only Yo, two Stafford, other. Stafford was a full participant okay, today. So Stafford he's, he's should be play. good to go. Yeah. Seeing as there no is Cooper only... Cup. No Cooper Cup. He's out for the year. Seeing as there's not very many uh, good... You know what? No. I'll wait. I forgot. There's a better one. Um, I will take the Saints. Dude, this is where we're fucked. There is not that many underdog of the weeks. And that's exactly what John was going to say. So Jackson, just fucking take Rams underdog of the week. Yeah, um... Fuck you. You're honestly a bitch. I'm not going there's, to. So. There's another three and a half, and you can take the... I like the Saints to win, so I'm not taking... I'm taking the Saints. I'm not taking this as my underdog. Well, I hate the other two underdogs, so I have to take Rams. This is one good one. There's one I No, like he's taking lot. it. He took it. It's over. I took it. I, I No, I, there, John, there's one... Two, no, there's we'll literally two it. games. He's, there's two games. Oh, never mind. There's three. We'll get to oh, it. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Relax. You already took your Damn Rams. Damn it. You already took your I Rams. know exactly what John's doing. Okay. Fuck you, Alvin. Next game. Lions at Giants. Giants, Giants are minus three. Yes. Giants. Giants are. I'll take, I'll take the Giants. Um, yeah. Uh, Three-point favorites at home. They think the Giants and the Lions are, like, equally matched teams. I think this is going to be a good game. I really I, do. The Giants are incapable of blowing a team out. They really are. They yeah. are. It's, it's kind of funny. They're literally, like, their point differential has to be one of the worst for of all the two lost teams. It has to be the worst of all the two lost yeah, teams. Yeah, it has to be, it has to be pretty bad. <laughs> um, it's like, one though. of their losses, I'm pretty sure, wiped out. They might have a negative point difference. No, not no, quite. No but it's way. Close. But that's, yeah, it's they damn win. close. They barely win games. They've lost by. They've lost by. They're, they're, they're plus fourteen. They're plus fourteen. Plus fourteen. It's, it's close. terrible. Um. Oh God, they really need to win this, especially because ten wins is in very much uh, some jeopardy with the way the Commanders have been playing. We we chalk those up as a couple of Ws, but. There's a totally a situation where the command works. John, Taylor I just saw this. Steps on week, Giants' dicks. Week 17, Colts and Giants. If Jeff Saturday costs you your nine wins or your ten wins. If if it's still Jeff Saturday and it in will the be NFL, Jeff it'll Saturday. be Jeff Saturday. Unless it's still, they're not quits. firing Jeff Saturday. Yeah, I was just 
All right. I, I um, really hope that happens. I, I really hope the Giants have nine wins going into the Colts game because then they'd have oh Philly God. the next week. I would have so to go would, watch it, that. It game would feel like the Colts would be their last chance at a win. It would be the Colts upsetting the Giants, and the Giants are not getting in the playoffs like the Jags did to the Colts last year. Bruh, if they costed the Giants 10 wins, but don't worry, John. Giants are getting 10 wins because they're winning yeah. this game. Okay, you have to realize they got three. So they need to win three games. Yes. Yeah. And they're going to win this Lions, one. Cowboys, so they're going to be at eight. Vikings, Colts. They'll I mean, win they, this one. Holy shit. Yeah, they, this is a hard schedule. Yeah, they have to pull one out of their ass. They are going to have to pull one out. I don't think they're going to get to 10. This is a um, big game for them. Yeah, well, for the 10 wins shit. They're yeah. probably going to probably gonna make the playoffs, but they need to win this game. I'll take them. Don't, don't let me down. I'm taking them. I want that $20. Yeah, I'm taking the Lions. It's 20, not 10? 20. I don't remember, Jackson. but I'll, I don't care. I, I thought it was. I'll 10. go back and uh, shoot. I don't know if we're gonna be able to find it. Oh, we you'll be. We you'll be able to find it. We'll find it somewhere. We gotta find it. I don't. It's not that big of a deal. I have the Lions winning. It wouldn't be shocking. The, the Lions are like the anti-Giants. They lose all the close games. The um, Lions have lost. We can check. They have but lost they have one, two, lately. three, four, four games by one possession. It's tough. All right, next game yep. on the noon slate. The Panthers at the Ravens. The Ravens are 13-point favorites. Wow, that's a steep line. Uh, steep. Especially for a week that the Panthers just won, and Baker Mayfield definitely took like eight sub-concussive hits to his head after the game. <laughs> and he's starting, uh, yeah. Decided he's just going to headbutt a bunch of people with plastic shells on their head. Um, yeah, I'll take the Ravens. Man, if this was P.J. Walker, I would have locked this at Panthers plus 13. But since it's Baker, I'm just going to leave it alone. What? Uh, what? What? You think P.J. Walker is worse than Baker? I think he's better. Oh, you were talking about taking Panthers plus 13. I would have taken him if P.J. Walker was starting. Oh, okay. Baker. I thought you were saying. Yeah, no, I'm not, okay. I don't trust Baker Mayfield at all. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, I got Ravens as well. Commanders at Texans. Commanders are three-point favorites. Taylor Heineke, Bush Light guy, got named the starter. Okay, I don't know if this is true or not, but my roommate told me that oh boy. people were saying Heineke and Kirk Cousins were like, people were getting mad that they were wearing all their teammates' jewelry, saying like they're taking like their, the, like their teammates' culture away. Cultural appropriation. Yeah, don't listen to that dumb shit. Is um, that actually true? ESPN no, talks about that? I've not seen that at all, to be okay. honest. I don't even want to entertain that. Come that, on. That's such a, no. Oh, I, I don't either. Neither did my roommate. I'm not saying he, he came up yeah, with it. He, yeah. was, he was like, what the fuck, too? Anyone making that argument is just desperate for attention. Um, man, I, I'm i rolling with the commanders, man. Taylor Heineke, he's got a little bit of Brady to him. He's just got some of that fucking like, weird voodoo-ass luck that just somehow he, this guy wins he games. He does. He does have some Brady to him. He also has some Brady Cook to him. Um, <laughs> not, but not, he's got not, all the Brady's in them. Not the combination he, you're looking for. He's he's definitely the middle between those two is still an okay NFL quarterback, and I think that's yeah. what Taylor Heineke is. Um, yeah, I think three points is a crazy tight line. Um, I clicked on ESPN as this thing where you can click on like the tickets. You can sit at the 50-yard line, like the eighth row, for 100 bucks. I mean, yeah. I yeah. don't know how many NFL games you can go to and sit at the 50-yard line for 100 bucks. Well, how many uh, NFL teams are as bad as the Texans? None. So. Oh, yeah. And just as big of a hot mess. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. I will take the Commanders. Honestly, I meant to lock this one. I don't know why I didn't. I, I don't think know, this is John. Great... I think you might be dodging a bullet here. I've heard – I listened to some uh, betting podcasts and a lot of – a lot of reputable and uh, wealthy betters are really, really high on Houston this week. Dude, who cares? It doesn't matter. I mean, just I'm Who's not gonna Vegas act like, high on. I'm not gonna act like I'm smarter oh. than those guys. So I'm not. I don't really want to act like they're that much smarter than me, though. I mean, they're just they're placing bets the same way we are. Shit. Go ahead, Josh. Yeah, I got the Commanders. I think Heineke can get the Commanders into the playoffs. Can't believe I said that. He's cooking, bro. He's 
Well, he has the opportunity to overtake the Giants. I mean, he's got two great shots. At Heineke, I swear to God, if they go back to Carson Wentz, just fucking burn the organization. No, the Ron Rivera game. already said that Heineke's starting. I know, but like in the weeks like going forward, if they end up doing that, I'd be pissed. Um, yeah, I like the Commanders, though. It's a fun story. Is Chase Young going to play this year? Yeah, they say he's scheduled to play this week if practice goes well. Nice. Um, all right, next game, uh, afternoon slate. The Raiders at the Broncos. The Broncos are two and a half point favorites. I will tell. Oh wow! Have, they, have these guys played yet? Yes, Raiders won. Yes, that's right. That's right. Um, I will take the Broncos in this one. Um, the Broncos. I'm sure you've all seen the stat that they'd be like eight and mm-hmm. one if they had just scored like 16 points a game. And um, Drew Locke averaged them 21 points per game last year. All I'm gonna say. Yeah. Zoom it in. looks like Denver's done exactly everything perfectly correct except hiring a coach and finding a quarterback. Um, and go <laughs> figure. You can do everything perfectly and fuck those two things up, and you will be a terrible football team. Yep. And yep. that's what the Broncos are, um, despite having pretty much everything else completely aligned. Um, the Raiders aren't much less bad, though. They apparently... Like, I don't know if you saw the report that maybe they're not firing McDaniels because they don't want to pay his buyout. That's never a good situation to be in. That you straight up can't fire your coach because you have to pay him more money. Um, I'll take the Broncos in this one at home. Think about the turmoil, though, in Houston, or not Houston, excuse me, uh, in Vegas, where you you just fired John Gruden, you just fired your general manager. I don't think McDaniels is the guy, but, like, you can't just keep firing guys and, like, you need to at least attempt for some stability. So I get, you know, not just reactionarily firing him. Um, and to be fair, just if we're being fair, Mike Mayock missed on like six first round picks in a row. So it's not like, you know, McDaniels was given. Okay, but but counterpoint, they were like, they made the playoffs and almost knocked out the AFC champions in a season where their coach got fired midway through and their star wide receiver killed someone. Yeah, and, I mean, look, I'm not saying and now we Josh McDaniels is this. Coach. But but half the league misses the playoffs. Like half the teams that make but the playoffs. They're two and seven. Again, like, they're they are, zero and six in one possession games. It just, you, I don't know. But, and Renfro and Waller have been hurt all year. Like I don't know. I'm not. I, uh, if they did fire him, I wouldn't be like, how? Why would they do that? I'm just saying. I can understand why they're not just going to fire him immediately. I'll, I'll tell you what, though. I'm glad the longer they stick around with him, the better. And my other point, my other case for firing Josh McDaniels is I just don't think myself or anyone else thinks of him as one of the brilliant minds of the NFL. Like, I no. I don't think the Raiders have some once-in-a-lifetime coach on their hands. No. Um, but, yeah, whatever. They can, they can stick with him. I hope they can have him next year because they'll be shit again. I have the. Uh, I'll go Raiders. I think the Raiders can somehow pull us out of there. I just, I just love seeing Denver fall. I'm going Denver, by the way. Um, no next... one was, was speaking, so I thought it was on me. My bad. No, no, you're good. I just, I talked a lot without giving a pick. Next game, afternoon slate still. Cowboys at Vikings. The Cowboys are one and a half point favorites. Uh, this is going to be the game of the week. Uh, if not for the Chiefs, maybe. Um, the Vikings played the game of the year last week. Um, and uh, thank God they pulled out the win, uh, in the most reverse Mizzou fashion ever, which I guess is what's going to happen when the Vikings play the Bills. Somebody has to Mizzou. Um, I will take the Vikings at home, uh, to get this one done. I don't know. I think they're kind of nasty this year. Um, I think it'd be kind of hilarious if they made the Super Bowl too, because if they somehow did, we would get, and let me remind you, the NFC championship is the early game this year. So Kirk, if he can make it there, True. it won't be time Kirk. Hadn't it won't be new. It Kirk. will be, it will be two o'clock Kirk though. Two o'clock Kirk. I think that that is enough. I mean, dude, but, but we'll with, but, but, three. but with, um, Depending on where it's played, I guess. Well, no, it doesn't matter. But if this is played outdoors, uh, depending on where this is played, it could get dark 
by like, like halftime. No, or depending, or it could also be fucking noon where he plays. Well, that's like if he plays in San Francisco. But yeah, if he plays in that's Philly, not a bad point, what, what if he plays he in could Philly? Could be playing at noon. What if he plays he in Philly be. though? If he plays in Philly, that game kicks he off at four, in... and it's gonna no. be dark. Okay. Yes, it's yeah, but Kirk is not okay, guys. Why the fuck are we talking about the way Kirk, Kirk. Cousins plays? That's what we're talking oh, about. It matters. Right now. We're talking about Kirk. It matters. Who else in the NFC? Why not? Why not Kirk? I mean, uh, shit. yeah, Minnesota. I'll just go ahead and lock him. Minnesota plus one and a half. Can't believe they're getting points at home. Um, this Dallas team, man, they've got a lot of flaws. And Dak and Cooper Rush is better. Dak, I was gonna say Dak in big moments, man, he folds. He just and I have ne- and I never trust Mike McCarthy in a big moment. Uh, just, I just gotta say this real quick. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Vikings. I also love what you're saying. I'll just be right back. So okay. I got Vikings. Okay. Um, yeah. I just think at home I think Kirk Cousins has had some shit luck in his career, and this year it's just completely reversed. I think he's just got the absolute godliest luck this year. And I tell you what, <laughs> I cannot wait for a Commanders Vikings wild card game. That will be batshit crazy. I it, I can already see it. T- Taylor Heineke and Kirk Cousins it would be the wackiest playoff game. That would be interesting. I want to, it is fascinating if Kirk made the Super Bowl because that would be a night game. It, you'd pr- yep. that'd, pr- that'd probably it be the worst be. Kirk. That'd probably be the worst Kirk you've ever seen. And I don't know. I don't know. We'd have to see what happens. Uh, but regardless, it would They'd be probably have to play a night hell. game either in the wild card or or in the divisional round. I mean, possibly they. With then the again, Eagles just, losing, they we, don't have we, the we've record. never seen Kirk Cousins in a noon standalone game. Maybe that's that that could be different. The noon slate where there's eight other games going on is a lot different than the noon slate when it's just you. You know, we're having this whole conversation, and Kirk's going to get the Monday Night Football game and just get whipped. <laughs> just it would be absolutely. so poetic. It would be so great. It would um, just be. Everything, bro. If if they gave him the Monday night game, they would be absolutely trolling. Uh, but we'll move yeah. on uh, to Bengals at Steelers. Uh, the Bengals are three and a half point road favorites. Um, yeah, I'll take the Bengals in this one. I, you know, the Steelers have won three games. Apparently, I know one of them was against the Bengals. I don't remember the other. Two. Beat Tampa, um, and they just beat the Saints. Oh, okay. I'll say this, um, but they're a different team with TJ Watt. TJ Watt makes he, them... Is, so he is back now. He was back he last back week, now. yeah. He just got back last yeah, week. Yeah, he's, he's absolutely like a quarterback, you know? Like yeah, he's they their are quarterback. completely different with him. Yeah, I think I think there's two teams where the, there's a quarter... Three teams where the quarterback plays on the defense, and it's the Cowboys, Steelers, and the Rams. Um, yeah. Even with all that said, I'll take the Bengals. It's hard to beat a team twice, even though I know that's... Once again, I think I've said this like 10 times on my podcast, but my statistics class would hate the fact that I just said that. Um, I still just feel like the Bengals will get it done, though. Well, your statistics class isn't uh, fluent in NFL football because it is hard to beat a team twice. But I do. Well, think- I know. Well, it just says that it, it, is, it isn't any harder to beat a team the second time, whether you lost to them or beat them the first time. I disagree. I but, disagree with that yeah. notion. They know you better. I mean, uh, but. Uh, you know them better too. It's like it's true, but it just depends on who uh, who's better at adjusting. So there is a difference. But anyways, well, yeah. But I mean, obviously, winning two games like most, I'll say, I'll say like, this. I'll most, say this. I'll say this. Like when you play a guy like Lamar Jackson, the first time you play him versus the second time is completely different. Oh yeah, I'm so. just saying from the perspective of picking who's going to win a game using the result from the last time isn't actually an indicative factor. No, no. And I think the Bengals will win this game. They should have won that first game. But I think this will be a very gritty game. I mean, Pittsburgh with T.J. Watt at home, division game. This just screams really defensive, tough battle. Yeah, absolutely it does. Josh, are you back yet? No? Okay. I don't think so. Well, okay, I say we just move on to the yeah, Chiefs and let Josh butt in on that. Has we'll he already done his that. underdog? Um... He hasn't. I, I'm okay. assuming he's going to want the Steelers. Though. If he wants Steelers, he can use them. Because um, I'm taking my, the, this next one. So you you haven't done your underdog of the week. No. Oh damn. 
Um, Chiefs at Chargers. Chiefs are five and a half point favorites. Okay, yeah. So if you didn't guess, I'm taking the Chargers underdog. I'm not going to be Mr. Pessimist for this whole pick, but I think five and a half points favoring the Chiefs is kind of crazy. I would have locked the Chargers as well. I just like some other games more. Um, Look, the Chiefs situation for this game is not ideal for them. Um, Michael Hardman, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, Juju Smith-Schuster, all three of them uh, non-participants in practice today. Um, that's not something that's going to play to the chief's advantage. No. Um, I, I'd like to think Scantling will play is my understanding is that his situation is the most, um, fixable. Um, but yeah, the chief's offense is going to have to find some solutions. The good news is, uh, it's, it's Patrick Mahomes. Uh, the chief's receivers haven't done a particularly good job at getting open this year anyway. Um, which I think is just complete credit to the way Mahomes has played. Um, but look, this game's always close. I don't think, I don't remember the last time I watched a Chiefs Chargers game where I wasn't just horrified the entire time. Um, <laughs> that's how it goes. Let me ask I'll you guys this. Chargers, but... Okay. That's what I was going to ask. Uh, since I've been gone, Jackson, have you done an underdog or lock? No, you, you, we said you can have the, the Rams underdog if you want. Not or Rams. The, the Steelers underdog, sorry. Yeah, huh? ba- Bengals Steelers is three and a half. Would you want that or no? I already took the already took the Rams. Oh, you dumbass! He already took Jackson, one. Who did, who did you take, Jackson? I haven't taken one yet. Okay. Oh, oh okay. So you're going okay. But wait, John, Chargers are your underdog of the week. Yes. Okay, and Jackson, do you have a lock of the week yet? Yeah, mine was yeah, Minnesota plus Vikings. one and a half. I think you were here for that. But yeah, anyways. I was. I, yeah. Well, since he's not taking that, can I take it then? Uh, yeah. I'll yeah. take Steelers plus three and a half underdog of the week. Sorry, I didn't. Yeah, I confused earlier that you. I thought you were the one that took the Rams. No, 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 no. So then what did you take, Jackson? I, I'm the, just saying, I'm taking Steelers plus three and a half yeah, underdog of the week against Cincinnati. Yeah, no, I'm okay. Just what was your What was your lock of the week originally? His locks oh, of like oh, it's not, not lock underdog. What was your lock? Didn't underdog? Have I didn't have one because uh, when you were okay. gone, I I said I thought you were picking that other one. Everything's so falling to shit. Up. Let's get this yeah. back on track. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is a little bit big of a number for Kansas City. Five and a half on the road. That's tough. Um, I just think the toughest thing about the Chargers is Derwin James can match up so well with Travis Kelsey that it kind of eliminates some stuff. But Chargers are a little banged up themselves. Um, they don't have Rashawn Slater at left tackle. They did the first time we played them, so that's a big difference. Um, and then Keenan Allen and Mike Williams have been hurt basically all year. Um, I it pray, looks like they're both coming back for this one. I pray Mike Williams doesn't play because every time he plays the Chiefs, it is catastrophic. He does some shit. It's so sad to watch. Uh, but, yeah, I do like Kansas City win this game. I think that, uh, like John said, every time we play the Chargers, it's just – confusing and scary as hell but i like can't see i just always trust 15 to get it done in the end josh who you got uh, give me the chargers i don't like it but i just uh attends la i don't know like my heart tells me to go with chiefs my mind tells me to go with the chargers fuck it i'm gonna go chiefs yeah. You know, I think you actually have that backwards. Like, you think your heart's on the Chiefs, but I think your heart is, like, thinking we're going to lose. Your brain's like it's Patrick Mahomes. I don't know, man. Yeah. We have yet to lose uh, on the road to any division opponent in the Patrick Mahomes era. So just... Really? Yeah, we have Jeez. never lost in Vegas, L.A., or Denver since Pat, My took, God. Set, since Pat took over. So when I take that in the mind, I always kind of just feel like we, we could probably find a way to eke this out. It won't be easy. It never is. But we could probably find a way. Yeah, for sure. It's not It's not like an – I mean, the Chargers are – Chargers have had They're a rough solid, year. But Bosa's still out. That That's like the biggest thing. Um, you know, got a shot. We got, and we, and, we got and a that game. first game we played, the McDuffie was not there. That makes a difference uh, that we'll have him this and time around. Was, oh, wait, no, Willie Gay was there. Yeah, I mean, that was... But this will be the first time all year that McDuffie, Gay, and Frank Clark are all on the field at the same time. 
so it's going to be about Frank Clark. I'm just saying, like, is it possible better because he's not playing? Like, I feel like our D line has been better the weeks he hasn't played. I'm just like we've had two great defensive line performances. I'm just pointing out how we're healthy this week, or not just healthy. We we don't have suspensions. We just pointing some stuff out. Um, but yeah, it should be a typical AFC West battle with the Chargers. Um, both. Both, uh, not both, but all four AFC West teams are in playing division this week. So somebody is going to lose outside of us, or if we do lose. So uh, wouldn't be the end of the world with a two-game lead in the division. But if you do win this game, the AFC West is essentially over. Oh, it is. If you win the game, you just got to not shit your pants. And, you and got at it. that point, you have the head-to-head with the Chargers, and then the Raiders and Broncos are so far out of it that it doesn't matter. All right, Monday Night Football, let's wrap up week 11. 49ers at Cardinals. Big number here, 49ers minus 8 on the road. I think the San Francisco 49ers are the clear favorite to make well, it out of the You have AFC. to realize this. On the road means they're in Mexico, so it's like... Is this a this Mexico game? Being played, yeah, this is being played at a neutral site. Stadio Azteca. Um, I didn't know you gotta remember it. the field is gonna be just dog shit because <laughs> yeah. this field sucks. Um, it literally like shouldn't be used. Um, yeah, I'll take the Niners in this one. As I was saying, I think the Niners are the clear favorites of the NFC, even at that record of five and four. Thank you. Uh, they're just they have to be the scariest team. If you're an NFC team, that's the team that's got to be ringing around in your head. Um, I'll they're say this. extremely well coached. I'll one up you, John. Their offensive weapon. I'll one up you, John. If the 49ers, if not, if the 49ers make the play, okay, they're going to make the playoffs. But in the playoffs, they're the only team I'm confident in that can beat Tampa in a playoff game in the NFC side of the ball. I'm not confident. <laughs> I'm not confident in the Giants. I'm not confident in the Seahawks. I'm not confident in the Cowboys. I don't know if I'm confident in Philly. Like, honestly. I stay up late at night worrying that Brady is about to luck his ass to another Super Bowl because they'll have a shit record, but they'll get a playoff home game and they'll probably play like Daniel Jones or Geno Smith in that game and kick their ass because they're frauds, probably. And then they'll go to the next round and probably take on Kirk Cousins in a night game and they'll kick his ass. And then it's going to come down to the Niners. Like, I am, I honestly have to hope the Niners win the NFC because I think they're the last chance to get rid of Tampa. You don't think yeah. the Vikings can beat Tampa? No. Nope. You, you, you don't no. think the Eagles can beat Tampa? No. Nope. You get you nope. give me a playoff nope. game. You give me season on the line. I don't think Cousins or Hurts beats Brady. I don't give a fuck about the situation. I don't think it happens. I think the only team in January that I trust to beat Tampa is San Francisco. I mean, the Rams did it last year. Yeah, and the Rams were a pretty solid team. I mean, they won the Super Bowl. You know, they're frauds this year, but point being, Dude, would we rather just not make the Super Bowl if we'd have to play the Bucks? Bro, if we if we had to lose, <laughs> I, I can't do it again. If we had to lose to I Tampa can't. again in the Super Bowl, I I would go from hating Tom Brady to absolutely actually like taking matters into my own hands and making him retire somehow. I would be like, I would go to the fucking front office and like sue him for emotional distress. Like I would Dude. be so over his shit if he did that again. So please, San Francisco, please, please, please. Honestly, let's let's Don't run it back. Make me regret being born. Let's run it back, San Francisco. Let's go to the Super Bowl again together. Let's just let not let Tom go. Yeah, I'd rather not play them either, though, because that'll be difficult. But yeah, if Kyler let's plays in this, Kirk versus Patrick. If Kyler let's plays in this up. game, I like this to be a pretty close game. But I'm gonna take San Francisco either way. I, All right. I, I myself. Marquise Brown should play, if I had to guess. I think that's going to be a good addition for the Cardinals, but I don't think it's going to do it. Give me the Niners as well. All right, and that's NFL Week 11. Let's go ahead and cut straight into race for the 10th seed. I'm so glad you asked. I even have a script. All right, here we go. Here we fucking go, bitches. Strap the fuck in. Coming in at number 13, it's whoops. My dick is fucking out. It's the San Antonio Spurs. Coming in at number 12, this team has been kicked in the balls as hard. Maybe as hard as Draymond kicked Steven Adams as the OKC Thunder. Number 11, this team has been absolute shit. Just shit. That's all I had. It's the Golden State Warriors. 
Number 10, it's I Like Popeyes. No, that's not racist. racist. It's Anthony Edwards and the Minnesota Timberwolves. Being at number 9, their owner is on crack. And he might love his players a little too much. And when I say a little too much, I mean a lot too much. It's the bomber in the Los Angeles Clippers. Coming in at number 8, it's... Ah! It, that's my, my my best Mike Brown impersonation. It's the Sacramento Kings. Cut out! You yelled so loud. <laughs> it was so funny. <laughs> Coming in at number seven, <laughs> it's the New Orleans. Yes, the New Orleans Pelicans. <laughs> Coming in at number six, they definitely don't have the best barbecue, but some bitches think they do. It's the Memphis Grizzlies. Okay. I th- I say we str- segue straight into D four of the week because I have an imp- I have a fiery flaming one and it is fiery and flaming. Okay, you go first then because you've got me you got me excited. Okay, so oh I don't know where to start. Let, let me just say I've spent I've spent the last let's say ten weeks bitching about how much I hate the fact that I'm a Mizzou fan yes. and that I just wish it never would have happened to me. Yes. I'm about to start completely quit bitching about Mizzou forever and just completely convert to bitching about the stupid ass Kansas City fucking Royals. I can't tell you how much I fucking hate this stupid organization, the most incompetent sons of bitches that have been allowed (laughs) to run a sports team short of people that are covering up sexual harassment. This is the worst front office in big four sports. They come out every year and tell us, we're, we're right here. We're ready to win now. We are good enough. We're going we're gonna to have a year in all this shit. All right? This, this front office is focused on two fucking things. Building an ugly-ass stadium and re-signing the worst fucking player to ever play for any of my fucking teams for five or more years, Ryan fucking O'Hearn, to a contract to quote-unquote avoid arbitration. Fuck that bullshit. What kind of message are you going to send to us that you're ready to win now and then you do that? You do that shit to a major league contract. That fuck is going to take up one of the 25-man roster spots. He has played for us for five fucking years. This will be the sixth year of him sucking ass, and we're going to have to watch it again. This team, this whole organization can suck my fucking dick because they are going to take... $2 $2 billion, $2 billion from Kansas City taxpayers to build a stadium that is going to house the biggest fucking joke in all of sports. The biggest fucking joke. No one even knows we fucking exist. We won a World Series under a decade ago. Who the fuck can even name five Royals players that isn't a Royals fan? I feel like if you went out to the biggest MLB place, they wouldn't know shit about us. Because we are a bunch of fucking losers, and our GM is the... We, we still have Dayton Moore, guys. Like, I, I think we just need to accept it. This was Dayton fucking Moore. J.J. Picoyo is the same dude, and any any fears that we had that, that J.J. Picoyo was just us repeating the cycle are 100% confirmed by this bullshit. And I'm done with it. I'm fucking done with it, and I'm going to boo the shit out of the Royals on opening fucking day, because they can suck my dick. Fuck that whole team. Fuck the thing that whole is, front office. I John will am actually fucking do done. You think John just went irate? That was one. That was pretty calm compared to what it could have gotten. Um, but I was laughing my ass off. That was that was John will do the Royals on it. That was a really day. good D four of the week. I appreciate the effort. And, and let me tell you, I I thought I got all the shit out of my system when I yelled at John Sherman. I want to do it again. So oh my god, bad. that was never discussed on this podcast. Well, that just... little piece of shit can look us fans in the eyes and say he cares, gives a fuck about making our team something to be fucking proud of. It's never gonna happen, man. Never gonna. F- we we won a World Series. We have the worst record in the last thirty years in all of major sports. Worst winning percentage. Everybody, fucking everybody. More than the Kings. The Kings are better. <laughs> No, I'm pretty sure, dude. I don't know what the thing is. That's also what I thought too when he said that. We are legit, fucking awful. We three out of the last what? Three out of the last. The the COVID year saved us from losing losing a hundred games three straight years. We somehow avoided it this season. 
How many times can, like, we're just dog. We're not even just bad. We are fucking horrible. Like, it, it blows my mind. And we're going to be horrible again. We're going to be fucking shit. Sorry. And I know I'm going in circles here, but I just cannot, I can't, like, wrap my head around it. What? what is there a single other team in the MLB that would have given Ryan O'Hearn $1.5 no, million? Dollars? No, there's, there's, there's not a, No, there's not a single team in the MLB oh. That would put yeah, Ryan O'Hearn up. the last team, bro. No, you know you, what's insane, you... John? You know what's insane? As I went to the comments on that, and there were actually people defending it. They were like, well, he's a, the best pinch hitter in baseball. What? What? What are we it's, watching? It's the biggest waste of a roster spot I in any, he, in any he capacity. Makes, he makes Dozier look versatile. Like, he makes Dozier look worth it. He, and I'm sorry, Ryan O'Hearn. Like, I'm sorry. I bet you're a nice guy. It's not your fault that the team keeps giving you money. I would take the shit, too. But, like, you've got to understand. I mean, that's true. You've got to understand, bro. Like, we are just fucking frustrated with this organization. It's nothing personal. Although, you are very bad at baseball. But that's neither here nor there. Uh, and we found your burner account, you little shit. You have a burner account. <laughs> fucking grow some balls. Jesus Christ. <laughs> John, don't you have a burner yeah, but I'm not a fucking professional athlete. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. If I, had a, if I was a professional athlete, I'd probably get a burner. That'd be fun. Hell no! I would just post on. I just post my fucking bank statements on my main account. Be like, yeah, yeah. I hit fucking 180 and hit a pinch hit home run every year, and that's all I do. But I'm getting paid 1.5 million fucking dollars to do it. I hope Ryan O'Hearn is like the person. We are getting like life ban from Kauffman Stadium. No, I hope Reiner. I hope Ryan O'Hearn is the player to somehow get the Royals in the playoff this playoffs this year. Like he's a walk off home run. Oh my god! I saw, I saw I... Bali Sports Kansas City tweet out that like when they resign him, they're like O'Hearn was one of four Royals to stay with the team like on the major league roster the entire season, as if that was some like accomplishment. I'm booing every name? single one of those fucks. Everyone it would, but it would have been Bobby, Ryan O'Hearn. Bobby was on the IL for a little bit. But he no, never he wasn't. went down. He never went down. Bobby, O'Hearn, Salvi, and Barlow. Probably, yeah. Because, like, Singer went nope, down. No, Salvi actually – I think Salvi actually had a rehab assignment. I don't know who the four are, but he was one of them who never went down. Just, um, yeah. Well, guys, the thing is they can do that now, but maybe Matt just does not like Ryan. And we, that's something we can hope for. Matt better Matt oh and see the buck the buck is passed to Matt. It's yeah. up to Matt to be like yeah, this Matt Portrero, you He's have a big crap. job ahead of you now. Yeah. There is one thing to win to win the hearts of Kansas Cityans. Yeah, just it's, don't play the guy. Just don't play the guy. Well for a you while know, that's what Mike Matheny did. No, just just He's at any cost. At any cost, do not play the guy. There are 26 people that can play for the Royals. Ryan O'Hearn should not be one of them. Like, that is all it boils down to. I He he should be playing in fucking Korea. Seriously. He should be in the KB fucking O. That is where he belongs. He's, he's a quad A out the ass baseball player. Like, I, he, he is not an MLB player. He is the fucking dictionary definition of quad A. And he's coming into year six. He's yeah, going to be a Royals Hall of Famer before we fucking know it. Because everybody that stays for <laughs> over five years gets their goddamn number retired. Shit. And, like, avoid arbitration. As if arbitration would have sided with Ryan O'Hearn and been like, oh, you actually deserve more. Like, no, they fucking wouldn't have. They would have looked at his numbers and been like, they want to pay you? Look, it's... Ridiculous. He he got a raise. He made one point three million last year. He's gonna make one point four million this year. He got a raise for how he played last year. It's mind blowing. It's mind blowing. I I don't know. I'm Josh, do you have a D four to the week? Uh no. <laughs> okay. Um yeah, I mean mine was gonna be the new stadium, so John kind of hit that stupid-ass new stadium. John kind of hit that Okay, already. one more. Here we go. Here we go. Okay. How much – what kind of shit Kansas City needs that money could be spent on? Kansas City could totally get public transit or, like, I don't know, better law enforcement 
or whatever way you want to spend it. More like fucking Medicare shit or insurance stuff. But instead, we are going to use tax dollars on a baseball stadium. And the only times you do that is when your old stadium is shit. Our stadium is nice. We don't need a new one. It's fucking beautiful. It's probably top five in the MLB. Like five or four. Right right in there. In terms no, of the it's sheer awesome. niceness. Like the crown in the middle of the stadium kicks ass. Yeah, nothing we do is going to be worth it. And and once again, it all boils down to the, the guys playing in that thing are always going to be a big group of pathetic fucking losers because that's what they've been for all but two seasons the Royals have been that I've been alive. I'm done. All right. Yeah, I mean, good for good venting there. Um, and I'm sure some people listening would also share that with you. And I'm sure it feels good for them. I'm sure it feels good for them to hear. Um, nonetheless, it feels good for me to hear. It's been so long until so we have to watch them again, too. Like, it's November. They're already making me want to yeah. die. Hey, it's a long off season. A lot of things are going to happen. Uh, who knows? Maybe maybe they trade Ryan O'Hearn for like a single maybe, A maybe, player. Maybe John Sherman has health issues. I don't know. Okay. All right. All right. All right. And we'll go ahead and end the podcast there. Thank you all for listening. We'll see you next week right before Thanksgiving to break down the Chiefs game and preview week 12. Peace.